It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Our organization's thoughts and prayers are, are with the families and the victims that were affected by uh, this terrible act uh, that, that took place in our area. And, um, you know, it always gives you a perspective on, you know, we get up, sometimes I know me personally, you get upset about losing a game or whatever and kind of brings you back down and you really realize what's important in life. And, and sometimes you take some of these things for granted. And um, But we just can't wish anything but but our thoughts, our prayers, our condolences for, for this terrible act that occurred. And it's just amazing that, that one person's act uh, can affect so many people in a negative way. But uh, what's encouraging, you know, about the character on our football team and a lot of the players is, um, you know, Andrew Whitworth, some of our leaders, and Jock McClendon, um, our director of player engagement, uh, are going to proactively pursue doing something to use the platform that we do have to to support the people that were affected by this in a positive way. And, um, you know, all we can do is just is just try to, you know, um, wish them our thoughts and prayers. And, you know, it's just it's amazing. Wait was just kind of saying, you know, that the players are impacted. Do you, was there time today for them to talk about that or do they just kind of handle it on their own? How did you approach that? Yeah, I mean, anytime something like this uh, occurs, Rich, you know, we had a, we had a team meeting and, um, you know, it's always kind of an open dialogue deal, but Andrew got up and addressed uh, a lot of the players and talked about some of the things that we want to be able to do uh, in, a, in a positive way to try to make this uh, unfortunate circumstance and situation, you know, use this in, in a way that you can try to help support the people that were affected by this. And um, we've got the guys that, you know, you talk about just empathetic people uh, that want to do good, and uh, and that's what we feel like we have in our building. And um, you know, that's kind of the approach that we're going to take Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Botter of Rams Podcast, but this is Lockdown Rams. This is the Friday edition of Lockdown Rams, and guys, we're doing it a little bit different today. Obviously, you heard the beginning of the show, Sean McVay talking about the tragedy that happened here in Thousand Oaks, which is the community in which the Rams have their facility set up at. A lot of the players live in the area. Uh, So extremely sad day today, but we're going to continue to do some Rams coverage for you guys. We've got Serena Morales on today, so we're going to ask her some questions, get her thoughts on everything that's going on, and then kind of move forward. Don't forget to find the show on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe, share, leave a review. Helps us out a lot. We really appreciate it. We love your feedback. I want to take this time really quick to welcome all our new listeners in. This is a Rams daily podcast, five days a week. We've got amazing people spread throughout the week to give you ultimate coverage, insider information, updates, all that, and more. Obviously, you know, we've been talking about it for a while here. We've been doing a giveaway for the Rams Seahawks game, two tickets, and we're going to announce that today. Serena's going to be joining us. She's going to be announcing the winner. So that will be coming up right after this. Stay tuned. Hopefully you hear your name. And again, I said it yesterday, if no one claims those tickets, the game's in a couple days. So we're going to make sure that someone gets there. But So first crack to the winner. If I don't hear from them by Saturday, I'll do another repick on a winner. But keep your ears peeled. And we've got tons of great stuff coming up here in the future. i got some really cool things I'm excited about. Get you guys involved, especially people not only abroad, but then again, some more people here in the L.A. as we're talking about getting together, maybe a watch party. More on that to come. 
So make sure that you're also following us on Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, Facebook, Facebook group, Locked On Rams, all accounts. LA underscore Rambling Bear is my personal one. Give that a follow as well. That way you don't miss out on any of the awesome things that we have going on. Interact with our groups. We've got great questions coming in at all times. I want to get you guys involved in the show and give you guys a chance to ask some of the people I have coming on some questions pick their brains. It's always fun to kind of hear the outside perspective on what you guys want to hear about. And you guys have been killing it lately with some great questions. So we have a couple more of those put on the show today. But with that said, I'm going to jump over to the interview. I had a conversation earlier today with Serena Morales. Guys, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully back to our normal routine with Victory Monday. We're going to have James Kroger on. But you know what it is, Rams Nation. Until next time, peace. Here's my conversation with Serena. All right, Rams Nation, we are back Friday edition of Lockdown Rams, and we have Serena Morales with us as usual. And I kind of wanted to start before we kind of moved along here, uh, as well as welcoming in Serena. Just kind of wanted to get your thoughts. I know it's a crazy day uh, up there in Thousand Oaks, but maybe just some thoughts on what's happening around uh, the building today and the community. Yeah, so um, uh, Sean McVay and Way Phillips both spoke to the media not that long ago and just, you know, mentioned how, you know, the shootings that took place, uh, the shooting that took place in, in the area, um, you know, while it's been very uh, traumatic for the people who are directly affected, like it affects everybody. It affects the team. Um, Sean McVay even mentioned like, that's how they started off their meetings today, you know, talking about it. Um, Andrew Whitworth, who's obviously a leader for our team, a captain, but just a vocal leader as well off the field, um, even said, you know, spoke to the team and, and is trying to figure out ways to help those who have been directly affected by uh, the shooting that took place um, this morning, early this morning. So it's definitely a somber day here um, at Kalu. That being said, I think, um, you know, Sean McVay said it, it, it adds perspective, like all the things that we, you know, get upset about when it comes to things on the football field, you know, really um, are minuscule, right, when it comes to people who've lost their lives. So um, it's it's certainly a, a quieter day, but, um, you know, it's uh, it's been great to see that, you know, the, the guys, you know, have been filled with empathy, and you can definitely see that it's, it's affected them personally and, and, you know, using the platform the Rams have, uh, we're trying to do what we can to just help out in any ways that we can. Yeah, definitely. And Sean McVay, again, obviously uh, just finds the way to always have a right thing to say. I mean, I, I listened to a little bit of that press conference and, you know, I think I'll probably play it to open the show. Uh, but he does. He has a great perspective on things. And this team is kind of allowed to, you know, show um, be able to use some of their value and their platform. And it sounds like it's something they're going to be able to do. So we'll keep an eye on that. And uh, guys, you know, anything that the Rams do, we'll make sure to share with you guys. So you can get involved. I know a lot of our listeners are outside the LA area as well, uh, but very sad uh, circumstances that happened today. But the Rams, again, you know, a world-class organization are going to do everything they can to kind of help the family and uh, the victims of this tragic accident. Just just really terrible news. But really great to see the Rams step up and, and use that platform for good. So hopefully uh, we can find some good stuff that comes out of this. Yeah, and Bear, you know, just like in general, like the, the guys live around here and, you know, they practice, at, you know, at Cal Lutheran. So, you know, it is 
we, I mean, we, we've been doing community outreach all week long. You know, some of the guys went to uh, 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 a couple elementary schools locally and, you know, helped uh, little kids write cards to military uh, service members overseas who are protecting us. So it really is like, it's more than, oh, this is like a sad day. It's like, this is like the community here. And, you know, even right. just moving from New York City to, to L.A., you know, and I'm now I feel part of this community because I cover all these moments when the guys do this community outreach. We do a lot. And so, you know, you do it hits you a little, you know, closer to home. So it, it really is like I can't stress enough. They are affected because it's in their backyard. I mean, we, we literally are part of the community here. Yeah, that's a very good point for you guys outside, uh, you know, the Rams hold every all their facilities up in Thousand Oaks where this incident happened, and they're right around the corner, and a lot of the guys live right up there, and you mentioned it. Uh, that community has really embraced the Rams over the past few years, and vice versa. I saw that uh, with you know Aaron Donald and a couple of the players out there getting involved in the community before this. Uh, very good point to stress that factor that this is in the backyard, this is a community, and the Rams are a part of that community. So, you know, a very unfortunate incident and, um, you know, just sad to see. Sad that it's something that we have to talk about, um, but it is something that, you know, does affect us. Like you said, Serena, coming over from New York and, and moving up in that area, and, and everyone's been so welcoming to not only the team, but you and everybody else. So uh, extremely sad, and, and like I said, hopefully um, I saw some blood drives going and, and things like that, that the community yeah. will come together. It's never a way you want to see a community come together, but it is amazing to see how many people care and how many people will actually, uh, you know, do the right thing. So uh, terrible situation and the Rams, uh, you know, hopefully can help get them through some of this stuff, whether that's, you know, little things like, you know, you go back to that 9-11 and, and sports were able to kind of bring happiness and joy to people uh, through tough times. So hopefully that's something that the Rams can continue to do, whether it's off the field or on the field. Yeah. Uh, with that, I do kind of want to talk still some football with you today, so I figured we'll mm -hmm. kind of transition over. Uh, we've been doing a Rams ticket giveaway for, we've been doing this for about a month, kind of leading up to this day, Friday, to release the winner. Uh, so we had, mm -hmm. thank you guys, everyone, for participating. We had over 800 entries. I spent a very good oh, long, wow. long amount of time <laughs> entering everybody into basically this uh, site that allows you to pick auto generate a winner so it was, get some fair results here but we finally have a winner so we got two tickets <laughs> uh, going out for this Sunday's game versus the Seahawks and Serena as you are our guest I would love for you to uh, announce the winner for us yeah congratulations to Charles Carter uh, you can find him on Twitter at at Carter 2985 congratulations Charles I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing you scream out loud against uh, the Seahawks this, this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Charles, go represent us well at the game. Get loud and proud for us. Congratulations. Thanks so much to everyone that entered. Uh, we've had some really cool sponsors come on the show, so I've got some other giveaways that are coming up here in the near future. Uh, so keep an eye out for that as well. But Charles, reach out to me, my man. I'm going to shoot you a direct message uh, on Twitter. And guys, if he doesn't respond, we'll just go to the next name and I'll redo that all over again. So uh, Charles, congratulations, my man. All right, Serena, real quick, we'll get one question before we pop over to the next segment. Uh, we saw 
Dante Fowler had his first game as the Ram. He looked really good in his limited amount of time. I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to him at all this week or um, see maybe what his impact will be moving forward. But what were your thoughts on Fowler on a really short week producing uh, down in, in uh, New Orleans? Yeah, so uh, Wade Phillips, uh, you know, spoke to, about his performance very briefly uh, in today's presser. You know, we, he obviously had a, a few plays, and we saw him get, you know, uh, he played football, right? <laughs> he right. got a little dinged up, but um, but overall, um, you know, you know, Wade Phillips is as expected. You know, he's excited to see what he can do and add uh, to defense here. Um, but you know, off the field too, it, I got to tell you, like it's it's wonderful to see him just like seamlessly add to the personality in the locker room. Um, so it's that, I think that's pretty cool. Like he's already part of the jokes. Um, I was pretty cool. Uh, I saw keep to leave, um, invited him to, uh, keep has a, a suite at the Staples center. So they all went to the Lakers game yesterday and Dante, you know, went with, with that group. So he is part of the group. He's on the team and he's kind of getting used to everything. And, I think he's more just like completely on, okay, what's the next game? What do I have to do? <laughs> I don't even know if he's like settled in per se on like apartments and all that. But, you know, if he's going to a Laker game with the Keeb, I'm sure he's he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I love, I mean, I just can't express how much I'm loving uh, a Keeb and really taking on this leadership role when he got announced to be a captain. He was super excited. You can tell it meant a lot to him, especially being a first year player. And, you know, there's talks about Fowler coming over and, you know, he had, had troubled past. He's a young guy and fitting into the league, that type of stuff, coming out to L.A., a lot of talk mm-hmm. about that. So to see a veteran take him under his wing and, and basically say, hey, man, I got your back. Why don't you come with us? Why don't you hang out? We'll show you the ropes on how to be a professional, how to get involved in L.A. and things like that. So I love that from Akib. I cannot wait to have him back. It just shows even when he's not contributing on the field right now due to injury, that he is still a huge part of this team. So really cool. I'm excited to see the growth of Fowler. I think he's excited to kind of turn the page and have a new experience out here in L.A. And, and like, it, it is a, a special group. Like, I mean, you said it to a keeps point, like, bringing in someone new like Fowler, like, that can't be easy, right, to, like, just switch in the middle of the season um, and, and a keep coming in and you do feel his veteran presence you do feel his leadership as you do with like a Whitworth, but like a key, you know, the, the DBs group, that defensive group, like they're all so full of personality. So it's like the perfect uh, leader has been elected for that group there with a key because he is someone who also has a lot of personality. So yeah, Dante's uh, been taken care of. <laughs> That's good. It's good to hear him fitting in well uh, so early. What we'll do is we're going to take a break. We're going to get a couple words from some sponsors. We'll be right back with Serena Morales on the Friday edition of Lockdown Rams. All right, Ram fans, before we get to our next segment, I'm really excited to talk to you about our newest partner, Metro Infinity. You can find them at 821 East Central Ave, Monrovia, California, just off the 210 in Monrovia. You have to swing by their brand new multi-million dollar facility and check out the amazing selection of new and used Infinities. They are the only dealer in California that's family owned and has been in business over 25 years. They come in as the number one volume dealer in California. One of my favorite things about Metro Infinity, not only are they just have great selection of cars, but if you don't like coming in the dealership, no problem. They will bring a new car and the paperwork to your home, office, wherever you guys want to meet. They're going to make sure that you are extremely comfortable during the whole transaction. 
believe me, they take pride in not being your typical car dealer where, you know, it takes hours to buy and they play games back and forth with the price and it's just a hassle experience. That is not them. They want you to have a luxury car buying experience and trust me, these guys get it and that's what they deliver. Make sure to mention Locked On. They're going to give you another $500 off any car purchase. That's right. $500 off just by saying you listen to Locked On. They're fans of the show. We're fans of them. You can reach them at 629-599-7510 or go to their awesome website, which is MetroInfinity.com. Again, that's MetroInfinity.com. Right now, you can lease a brand new Infinity Q50 3.0 luxury loaded with navigation with $1,000 down, $325 a month plus tax. That's right. That's it. $1,000 and a low monthly payment, and you're driving out in the brand new Infinity Q50. And then, don't forget to mention Locked On. You get $500 off. Again, that is Metro Infinity off the 210 in Monrovia. Go get yourself a brand new Infinity. You can thank me later. All right, Rams Nation, we are back. Friday edition of Lockdown Rams. Serena Morales is joining us per usual. I've got some questions from Facebook for you, Serena. And then, you know, I had fun doing the over-under. You did pretty well, so I think we'll (laughs) kind of throw you a couple of those as well. We'll start uh, here on Facebook and get some questions from them. You know this had to be a question. This is Will Powell, and I believe Will is actually overseas. I think he's one of our uh, European listeners, which is really exciting. He said, this is his first Facebook question. He said, a longtime Twitter fan of the show, but what does Marcus Peters need to do to turn himself around and end his recent slump? Well, you know, Wade Phillips obviously took it upon himself to say this was, you know, it's not Marcus Peters' fault at all for the performance. I mean, he's, he's defending the best receiver on the other end of it, right? Like, we yeah. ignore the fact that, you know, Sean Payton and, and what Drew Brees does for, for the Saints, like, they're they're so good. So we're putting our best guy against their best guy. And, you know, and, and Wade Phillips said, you know, like, we didn't we didn't help him out. Uh, obviously, you know, you've all seen the press conferences at Marcus Peters, and he took it upon himself to say it was his fault and he's got to be better. So I don't think it's either – you know, it's no one person's fault, right? Like, at the end of the day, this is a team effort. Obviously, we're forgetting. Like, we lost someone like Akib, who's not on the field right there. You know, with him, like, when you when they came into training camp and you see these two, you know, uh, gelling so well and working so well together, and then he loses his, you know, partner in crime, right? Like, he loses his buddy. Um, you know, it's hard. And, and you know, Wade Phillips said it. Well, Marcus Peters is so smart that he's seeing so much, right? And what Wade Phillips needs to do is just, like, here's what you need to focus on, right? Like, and, and it, to his point, you know, that's not something that is easily going to change. Like, he's been he's been proven on the field to be, you know, one of the best defenders in the league. So I don't really think it's anything. I think it's more of, like, in circumstance, you know, he didn't have help on some of those plays. And, um, and I also think that it comes with time. And I think, you know, he's on a new team. And I think there's a lot of, outliers that we aren't really looking at that would directly affect Marcus Peters. I'm not really worried about his performance or anything. Again, we're, they do it game by game. Right. And so, yeah. 
Um, but I, I, I think that we, we forget like losing someone like a keep and, and guys having to move in and switch, you know, positions and yeah. cover and certain things like that. We forget about that. So I don't think it's necessarily anything Marcus needs to do. Obviously, he's going to say he needs to play better. Of course, we all need to play better. That's the, you know, name of the game, right? Improving every week. But, um, but you know, like Marcus, you know, as Wade Phillips said, he was put in a tough situation against, the, against their best receiver. And, you know, Wade said we didn't give him any help. And, yeah, he needs to play better. But, he you know, Wade's like, I need to coach better. So I think it's really just a circumstantial thing. And I think overall, you know, Sean said it best, right? Like the best way to take these things is to learn and move forward. And, and now, obviously, we're not going to make those mistakes, right? So I think it's overall, it's, I'm not even, it's not like, Hey, Marcus, you, you got to cover better. Like, I don't think it's any, anything like that, right? Yeah, and, you know, that's we've been talking about, obviously, about him a lot this week on the podcast. And even Vinny kind of was very similar to what you just said. He kinda, he's kind got to ride it out. You know, he's a great player. He's going to get back into that. And, you know, some people sometimes people have slumps. And like you said, it's a new position, mm-hmm. you know, without having uh, to lead there. And, you know, it's a team defense, and no one on that team is blaming one person. It's the we, not me. So I think that the good thing is that, you know, you mentioned it, Sean McVay has really instilled that group idea, that we, not me. So we'll see him improve, but I know it's been a big worry for all of our listeners. Uh, What we'll do is we're going to take another question here. This is from Frankie Alcazar, and his question is, he's been arguing a lot with people lately about this. He said, but what does Goff have to do to prove to the rest of the league that he is indeed an elite quarterback, or is he just going to be labeled as a system quarterback due to Sean McVay forever? Thoughts on that? I don't think anything. I mean, Jared Goff is having, like, an incredible season. I actually uh, pulled up the stats. Uh, it was when, I mean, one, you've got an incredible offense overall. I mean, if you don't have – Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and, and Brandon Cooks out there. You have this uh, small name called Todd Gurley out there who <laughs> will take care of our offense, right? And and then look at the way that like Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett have stepped in, into tight end role and like making such clutch plays, uh, the two point conversion that Gerald Everett made that last game. I mean like Jared Goff is one of the smartest guys. I mean, there's such a beautiful uh, relationship between um, Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Like, I, I, again, the system quarterback. Well, don't you want someone that's going to be able to, like, apply certain learnings to the system, right? Like, I don't necessarily think that I, – I think that whole uh, system quarterback thing was taken out of context. I think more <laughs> it's just, like, Jared Goff is a very smart, smart football player, and he's learning. And Sean McVay is a very, very smart offensive-minded coach. And he, the two of them are working together to just improve. And, you know, I think that's really what it comes down to. I don't think Jared Goff needs to do anything to change the right. the name of, you know, is, is he assistant quarterback or do not. Like, if he hasn't proven himself this year out of any of the years that he's played, like, I mean, man, like his, the, the way that he's, you know, making those small, small, small open window throws, like they're so perfectly placed i really do think that it, it has nothing to do with whether he's a system quarterback or not like and if that has a derogatory term i mean freaking doing what he is told to do as is every other player on the field right and frankie i'll give you my advice on this because i had to deal with this for a long time and i finally i stopped fighting this argument because like you said serena if you don't know by now that jared goff is elite then you need to step with, with whatever your comments are. I just tell people that try to bring that to me. I'm just like, it's cool. You just don't understand football. That's all right. We'll talk about something else and just move <laughs> on because the, the time has come. If you don't understand by now that Jared Goff is a stud quarterback, then 
you know what? Well, let's just talk about, you know, what movie you want to see this weekend because we're not talking football because you don't get it. Uh, so, Frankie, <laughs> just sometimes you just got to pack it up and, and laugh in their face and hopefully laugh all the way to Atlanta. So uh, thanks for the question, <laughs> Frankie. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to try to throw a couple of the over-under on this side, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. We did You did really well on this last week. I think one of the only ones that you missed was walking away with the win, but I was there with you. We both failed on that one. Uh, close game mm-hmm. and exciting game. Uh, so we'll do this. Russell Wilson had three touchdowns last game against us. Didn't have a big yardage game, uh, but did have those three touchdowns. So I'm going to go over under Russell Wilson touchdowns at two. And you can include running oh. if you want, but two is the number over under. Can I push? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yes, you can. I, I, yeah, I just, I think one, I, I will, I, and I say this because I think that, just the way that the Rams have continued to um, adapt to situations so quickly in games. Like we saw the way that they adapted in the second half of the game against the Saints. And I would say now that you've had even more time to prepare for the Seahawks, we won that game by two. Obviously we lost Brandon Cooks and Cooper Cup last time. And you right. see Robert Woods having to fill, you know, two different positions in one game. So like that obviously affected the outcome too. That being said, on the other end of things, right, on defense, like, I think that, like, again, you know, with Marcus Peters and some of these guys, like, they're learning. And so I want to say two, like, maybe doesn't have as many touchdowns as a three, so I would say two, so I'm, I'm going with that number. <laughs> All right, fair enough. You, you'll take the push. We'll make it, like, um, who wants to be a millionaire? That'll be, like, your phone-a-friend. You only get one push yeah, per yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So you've used your push-up. That's fair. I I, yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're actually going to – I'm going to step aside. We're going to take a quick break, get some words from some sponsors. We'll be back. Got a couple more questions. We've got Serena Morales, Bear Motter, Locked On Friday. On the other side, we'll be right back. The Suns rise in Orlando, but their playoff hopes set in the West. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Despite finishing a perfect 8-0 in the NBA bubble, the Phoenix Suns are leaving without a playoff berth. Check out Locked On Suns today for a postmortem on an amazing run by Devin Booker and company. That's all thanks to tiebreakers and a Karis LeVert jumper that rimmed out, giving the Portland Trailblazers a win and a meeting with the Memphis Grizzlies in a play-in series for the Western Conference 8th seed. That begins on Saturday. Beginning today, all of the Locked On NBA playoff teams will be previewing the playoffs with special crossover shows. Scout your team and your opponent on the Locked On Podcast Network. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Vinny Iyer, host of Locked On Fantasy Football with your Locked On Fantasy Football Edge of the Day. Tight end is a prime position for finding fantasy football sleeper value in 2020. After George Kittle and Travis Kelsey go off the board early, don't worry, you can wait and still get some great return for a starter at the position. The two prime targets both have HH for initials, the Chargers' Hunter Henry and the Falcons' Hayden Hurst. A healthy Henry can have a monster downfield receiving season for new QB Tyrod Taylor and carries high TD upside. As for Hurst, he's stepping right into the productive spot vacated by Austin Hooper in Atlanta as key support to Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. 
Trust in Henry a little earlier and Hurst a little later to give you some pleasing tight end one results. Get the edge in your fantasy football league every day by listening to Locked On Fantasy Football on your preferred podcast provider. All right, Serena, we are back Friday edition, Locked On Rams. We're going to pick up where we left off. We're doing an over-under. Got a couple more for you. Uh, Todd Gurley, last game against Seahawks, only had 77 yards rushing, but he had three touchdowns. I think we're all okay with that. Uh, But coming into this game, obviously we know Jared Goff had a great game last game, and I'm curious to see what direction we're going to go. So I'm going to go over-under 100 yards for Todd Gurley. Remember, you already used your phone a friend. Ah, crap. Okay. Um, under. I think I think he is. Um, you know, he could either he could be like, oh, we're going. I'm going out. I'm going crazy. Or he could, because again, like I always feel like with Todd Gurley and yards, it doesn't really matter. He's gonna score. Like he could have like a one yard a game, and he'll still score the touchdown, right? So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over this one. I'm gonna say over hundred yards. I like it. I like it. And I have my answer circled over here. And so far, uh, we're dead on. I had a push for Russell. I always like to make that first one real hard on you. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, I, <laughs> and I, think, uh, I think this is time. We haven't seen Todd Gurley really have a kind of a breakout game, a statement game in a while as far as yardage. Right. I think this is it. Jared he's due. Goff, yeah, he's due. He's due, definitely. Jared Goff has had a bunch of the yards. But these guys still are on the top. Jared Goff, number two in the NFL in passing yards. And Todd Gurley, number one in rushing yards. So we got to keep we got to keep these numbers going. I think he'll get over 100 Last one, over, under. Uh, the Rams had one turnover on Sunday. Uh, turnovers have been huge for us this season. Uh, we want to see them come in a little bit more. So I'll, I'll give the number as what we got last game. So over, under, one turnover for the Rams this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I told John Johnson, I was just like, can I get a pick six out of you? Like, what's going on here? So he, um, he owes me one, just a personal ask <laughs> there, no, no big deal. Um, so I'm going to say, I'll say over. I'll, I'll say we get, we get a couple. Just, this is me going crazy today. I'm just throwing my money everywhere. Um, no, but I, I, I'm going to go with two because I feel like we do respond well from coming off the loss in New Orleans and we have faced the Seahawks and I think we're going to come in very focused and that means the defense stepping up and getting us a couple turnovers. I like it. I like it. Over on turnovers, I agree with you. I think it's going to be big. And now that you've, you know, personally asked John Johnson for one, that's, you know, hopefully that's one. Then just throw in one more over there and, and boom, we cover. So I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to Facebook. We're going to take another question. This one comes from Cody Brown. He's usually a voicemail caller, okay. but he said, hey, this is my first comment on Facebook. So here we go. Okay. He said, who on the Rams – in this game, will be the X factor if we're able to completely shut down Wilson this week. The X factor—that's a good question, because <laughs> like, you know, you 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 think we not me, right? So I don't know necessarily if there is any one person that is <laughs> right? going to. I mean, I you want to give an X factor? Maybe just Aaron Donalds if he has like ten sacks in the game. <laughs> so maybe it right? just becomes that, right? Um, 
No, uh, so yeah, I'll say AD. I'll be like, you know what? He he wants some he wants some quarterback time. So uh, you know, he knows where the backfield is. He he can find it. He can find it a lot. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I like it because Drew Brees just got away from him a few times. He was right there. And if you look at the history of Aaron Donald and Russell Wilson, he knows how to find him. He's got great stats he against does. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So X factor, multiple sacks, maybe a turnover to go there. I'm yeah. going to jump in and yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take your guy, John Johnson. I think uh, you mentioned oh. him with, you know, the interception. So if we get that pick 6, you know, my X factor will work out for both of us in those last couple questions. So I'm going to say John Johnson as far as the X factor, but either one of those guys are very capable. And you know what? Everyone on that defense is very capable. And I really, you know, I'm really really actually pulling for Marcus Peters to be our X factor this week just so everyone can get I off too. his back. He can maybe get another pick six and, you know, show us that awesome celebration into the into the end zone again. So uh, totally. <laughs> that can go to all his haters, too, totally. I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With that, uh, we have the Seahawks, obviously, this weekend. And looking at that matchup, we do it every week. My bookie, uh, they're a big sponsor of the show here. And it's time to talk about the spread and it's crazy because you you talk about that game the first time we went up in Seattle and it wasn't Seattle and you made some good points we had two of our receivers go out during the game but it came down to a fourth down conversion to win the game okay yeah yeah and this week the spread is 10 points 10 points that seems really seems like a lot to me uh we had Vinny on (laughs) yesterday and I told him, I was like, man, Vinny, you need to cool it down. You're, you're trying to make a run at Serena's Hype Edition Friday because he, he was like, we're going to get it. <laughs> he was naming all these factors why. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts on covering a 10-point spread. Yeah, okay. So, right, like Vinny's taking my spot as a Hype Edition for, uh, for this podcast. And it drives me crazy because I'm always very, like, calm, cool. Like, well, let's see about this. Uh, I'm ah, man, 10 points? That's the spread this week? That's. They're crazy. Man, they are feeling confident. Well, you know what? I'll say we cover. <laughs> They're feeling good. Um, I'll say we cover. I feel like we're at home. I think that it is 100% difficult to play in Seattle in general. Um, we're back here at home in the Coliseum. So I'll say I'll be fine. I'll say we'll for some reason, those guys in Vegas, are very smart. They don't think, you know, <laughs> like, how did they figure this out? So I'll trust I'll trust the, the crazy. Uh, so I say we, we cover it, but. I, I love it. Barely, I, I love it. And you know what? <laughs> no one's going to take your spot, Serena. You got it locked down. I, they're trying. Right, they're trying to me. come for your spot, but no one's going to get it. Uh, you know, Ryan Clark, though, I mean, that's that's a tough That's probably your closest competition. I know him. We have to fight him for, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, he always entertains us throughout the week. But, Serena, we thank you for joining us on uh, today. Guys, uh, go make sure to give her a follow. It is at Serena on Twitter, Morales Morales on Instagram. She will be at the game this week. Charles, if you get a chance to get there early, give her a wave, say hello. And uh, Serena, can't wait to watch your coverage the rest of this week, going into next week, and we'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Thanks, Bear. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. 
We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network. 